This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Man Brewing, makers of craft beer in central Alberta. Say hi to Hans. He just went to Japan. podcast episodes were the percentage of moose calves killed by ticks this winter in the state of Maine. You'd know this had to be episode 90 of The Harmonious Gentleman. My name's Chris, and I think that's a really sad statistic. <laughs> and I, don't say 90, I don't know why 90 I said my name there. 90 ticks out of the average moose calf? Uh, 90% no. of <laughs> moose calves were killed by ticks. Oh, killed by ticks. In Maine, which is apparently has a huge moose population. Like 90% of the moose calves that died or like 90% of all of them? Okay, here's where I'm going to be really honest. I didn't look because I wanted it to be just a, a resting, you know, really grab your attention. Yeah. And then I didn't want to be able to have to answer that honestly. So I didn't yeah. do more research. Well, that's more shocking. So we'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. But well, I'll have an answer to that by the end of the episode. Per, per calf was pretty, yeah. <laughs> no, there, there's pictures that are really gross. Oh. It's like thousands of ticks. Oh. And oh, some of the calves, the moose will have so many ticks on them that they, they get so itchy, they're rubbing themselves on trees that they lose their fur. So when you see them, they call them the ghost mooses. Ghost moose. Oh, my goodness. Because they'll like be white or they've Thanks. rubbed off all their fur. It's really gross. Well, I'm Graham. I'm Tyler. <laughs> you already know I'm Chris. <laughs> that was a good one. I was thinking, what are you going to do for 90? I never... Moose well, I had a feeling it might moose be moose-related, but other than that... <laughs> yeah. Good call. It's funny. I, I, the other day, I was uh, with my students, and you know, you have a few minutes at the end of class sometimes, and you're just you're chatting, and I, I gave them advice on, on uh, moose attacks and what you're sp- supposed to do in the event of a moose attack. Okay. And it was a really fun... And what are you supposed to do? Well, it, I was joking. It was one of those, I'm not actually serious, but they run at you with thin legs so you drop and you roll towards them to trip them <laughs> donkey kong style right. okay and and it got a good reaction from the, from the and it, does that check out are you supposed to do that no no, no. okay but I, the, the kids ask that and i say well I mean, that's that's what i've found works but so, then the very next morning we're in our office and there is an announcement over the intercom very serious sounding everyone the moose has approached the school. It is on the tennis courts. Get oh. everyone inside. It so is. this is like a real problem. Yeah. Well, there's a, yeah, there's students, students were out trying to roll at it, like Graham told them to. <laughs> we know what to do, <laughs> thanks to Mr. Langridge. So this is a problem yeah. at potentially your place of work, but it's less of a problem this year in Maine. So that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, well, we could talk about moose or meese all morning, but uh, mooses. Uh, no, it's moose. It's moose. Yeah. All morning. But uh, we're at Phil's, which means we got to get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't know about you, Chris, but uh, Tyler looks like he's angry this morning. He, he's at least a little ticked off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to talk about pet peeves. We are. But first. Right. Yeah, first we should, we should remind listeners, and I should remind you guys, that we're going to read this book, The Wisdom of Your Body by Hilary L. McBride. Have you guys started yet? I'm just about to. <laughs> I have a gift card in my pocket to go buy the book today. Okay. I haven't, I haven't started it either, so that's okay. Um, we agreed on our last episode that we would read this book and then discuss it on a future episode, kind of like a book club. Yeah. And it'd be awesome if our listeners participated in some way. So maybe you've read it already um, or you'd like to. So you should. 
I know yeah, there are, I think, seven available at Chapters Red Deer. Oh, nice. What's the return policy? <laughs> <laughs> no dog-eared edges. I don't know. <laughs> I've actually heard from a few people who've read it that it's very good. Yeah. So yeah. when we picked it, it was we didn't know very much about it. We kind of it looked like it was out of our comfort zone, um, but it was also it wasn't fully like mainstream, but also not super obscure. Yeah. So we picked it, but now I'm feeling more excited about reading it. Um, well, it I like, like that it's literally in your hand right now. You're checking it over. This yeah. is getting real. Yeah. Yeah, it's here. Get up our game, Chris. Well, especially since we have to read this in the next two weeks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully, we, I guess we don't know our timeline just yet, but it'd be cool if the next episode you heard, we were able to talk about it. But that might not be. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll keep, keep people in the loop. The next or the one after that. Pretty okay. Soon. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right. Well, let's... Uh, we can recommend different things, too, besides the book, too. Okay. So, Let's do it. Yeah. Here right comes now? Our, well, eat first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These recommendations are brought to you by Cilantro and Chive, serving up fresh, simple eats while supporting their community and spreading the love. Guys, you know, sometimes I just want to recommend things to your friends after breakfast. <laughs> so I'm going to recommend... Uh, we probably have before, but Snake Lake Brewing in Sylvan Lake, they hosted a, our concert the other day, and oh, yeah. they're great. They, and they had some beer that I hadn't tried before and loved it. So if you're in Sylvan Lake area and you want to stop off, Snake Lake is pretty fantastic. Nice little space. I mean, is it better than Blind Man? I don't know. That can be up for you to decide. <laughs> we don't want to compete here, but it was pretty but good. But it is good. So check it out. Yeah. Nice one. I can go next. I, I recommend... I don't know if I've done this before, but... Just thrifting, buying stuff from thrift stores, buying things secondhand. Yeah, that's it. I, I, think, it. I think it's good for the world. Good reminder. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm trying this thing with a few friends, where I just don't buy anything new for like as long forever? as possible. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, like groceries. Like I'm not buying used pre used food, <laughs> chewed food or anything. But like, okay. gross. Uh, basically everything else and at some point i might need underwear and like that will become difficult to buy second they have that at thrift store Go but for yeah it. it's yeah. just more Do difficult they? it's not as i haven't i don't partaken in section. such an activity yeah. but i've heard yeah. of it that's that's maybe the crossroads i will ha- meet at some point to not but but i'm trying and it's kind of a fun challenge i've i think i've just bought less period yeah. because i'm trying to do it this way right it's just more work and i like yeah. it i like that challenge Try it. Okay, so I'm going to recommend a podcast called The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling. Uh, there are there's lots that has been said, written, and talked about with Rowling's uh, perspective on transgender issues. And so this is a podcast that looks at her perspective. And I'm only five episodes into a seven-episode series. And it's hosted by Megan Phelps Roper, who was part of the Westboro Baptist Church, but kind of it's well-documented, I think, her... Um, repentance or whatever you'd call it from that and her uh, removal from that community and so she hosts this and it's just a really interesting look at controversial topics but told in a I think a fair way so I usually read like critiques of things after I finish them so I haven't done that yet but I guess I'll be interested to know like what people actually think of it yeah sounds awesome I I heard the first I listened to the first one when you mentioned it and I it was interesting for sure yeah yeah okay Got that out of the way, you guys. Nicely okay. done. Yeah. Quick um, recommendation session. Yeah. 
really quick. I, I just want to get to the complaining portion. <laughs> Listeners, we are going to share pet peeves today. Um, it's our 90th. We, we feel like we've earned this. I agree. Um, what, you, what we want you to do is, is, is keep track um, and email us if you agree with us or disagree with us. And if you think we're being way over the top. Insensitive. I hate it when people disagree with us. Well, it's t- yeah. It bugs me. Yeah. It bugs me when it bugs you. <laughs> this harmonious conversation is brought to you by 5024 General Store, bringing skateboards, fashion, and creativity to Central Alberta communities. Check them out online or in beautiful downtown Lacombe. You guys, I got to tell you something that really annoys me. When people don't help, when you see that there's work to be done, but somebody doesn't chip in or they give a fake offer, like after almost all the work's done and they'll say something like, hey, is there anything I can do to help? Man, that just drives me crazy. You know, if we're going to share these pet peeves every single time you guys say one, I'm going to be like thinking in my brain, like, that did mean? I ever do this like to you, right. you know? This is not directed at you specifically. Most of mine are to you guys. So. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever heard me complain about that? No. Okay. Well, you're <laughs> going to. But you felt this way for a long time? I've felt this way for a long time. Like, yeah. just help out. Yeah. Everything will go better if we all help. Well, I mentioned our show earlier. Um, at Snake Lake, we set up all our own gear this time. And there was a couple of people who were there to watch, and they just jumped in to help us clean up at the end. It was amazing. Like, they were working the hardest. Did that bug you? No, it was amazing. Oh, okay. It was so cool. Like, just saw a need and just went to it. I, and you didn't know them? Uh, I think. I think maybe... One of them and one of them I didn't. So oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's the opposite. I like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, this is, I want to be positive here today. Ty, how are you feeling? Well, uh, when my glasses get a smudge on them, oh. like like when I'm playing with my children and one of them go to grab my glasses off my face and their greasy fingers, yeah, smudge one. That I get more upset about that than I probably should. <laughs> and that's part of how I define pet peeve, I guess. But that's, yeah, that's it. I don't like having dirty glasses. Yeah. Well, nobody should. No. No, I get, yeah, I know. Yeah. But I, I think I... But you think it bugs you more than others? I think so. Like, yeah. more than normal. Yeah. I think a lot of my pet peeves that I was thinking about are in that category. Where it's like, I think most would find it frustrating. But yeah. But I'm looking around sometimes thinking, like, how come you guys aren't more mad about this than me? <laughs> right. Like, right. we went to the hockey game last week. The Can Red we not Rebels. share this? The Loud Horns. And there was a family in front of us. Oh, the Vuvuzelas? Like kids. Yeah, and five or six horns in total. Yeah. And, like, they're fine to use sometimes, but they blew them all pretty much the whole game. Long. There was a family in front of them with an infant. Oh, no. And a little girl who was, like, covering herself with her jacket. And, and But the parents, and I, I kept thinking, like... If I was there with my kids and I noticed that, you, you, maybe you say, "Hey guys, let's just wait." Wait yeah. till they Not score the a goal. I, c- right? I could see that you, you know? were you were physically like agitated by yeah. it. And I, and yeah, and I, I think people around us were frustrated, but like I felt like I was more than others. Yeah, yeah. which I didn't. I don't like being that guy, but I really was almost at the point where it's like, "You guys, can you just stop having so much fun?" <laughs> you're damaging. <laughs> yeah. their, you're damaging their ears. Yeah. So what else bugs you, Graham? Why do I have to do two in a row? Oh, that was your one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have lots I, more though. I have my last one was pretty small, so here's another one. When you go to a public place and there's unsupervised like preteens <laughs> and they're just so disrespectful. Mm. Like cutting in line like a water park would be an example where you're waiting in line and then all of a sudden like a twelve or thirteen year old who knows just better just cuts the line what like want. runs by. Like I get um that's where I get physically agitated like i yeah i want to fight someone like i want to 
like their parents or them both like i just and like i deal i teach teenagers like i'm used to seeing them and i understand them to a certain degree but when i see them out in the wild acting certain ways like i just get like like at a grocery store like when i see them without parent supervision right and not outside of the school um yeah i get very frustrated do you ever say anything no i don't but like i'm i'm like I, my, I, what do you call it? Like my hackles are up. Is yeah, that, your ha- like was, I'm like that's the word I added. Like I'm, your hackles are up. I'm engaged, and then uh, maybe some passive aggressive action. Like okay. Yeah. Some glares and head shakes. Very ineffective, thing. but. Okay, that's really real, and I totally sympathize with that, and I think I have that too. Here's one that is maybe a little lamer. Okay. When there's too much resolution in a book or movie, that annoys me so much. Like at the end when everything mm. comes together. It's like I shouldn't have – I feel like I wasted my whole time reading that book or watching that You movie. want some tension at the end? You yeah. want some unknown? And Shanna, God bless her, loved, like she wants as much resolution as possible. Like yeah. if – Every single detail doesn't work out in the end. She'll be like, I didn't really like that. Oh. And I'm the opposite. It's hard to pick shows that we both like. So it's not the, the length of that portion of the story. It's whether it's wrapped up or not. Here's an exception. End of Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, the movie especially. There's resolution for like an hour. Yeah. And I was all in for that. That's okay. Yeah. Mm. That's like the only like, exception I can think of. Like um, The Matrix, the first one. Where he flies away at the end to like perfect. Pro- you don't really know what's perfect the, ending, right? And you I did agree not with you. mean to make three more movies. No, I love that like little bit of like, oh, cool. What's gonna? It's, you can fill the blanks in in your head a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's cooler than what you're gonna see. Yeah. Okay, I have one. I don't like it when I'm in someone's car and it's raining. Uh oh. And they turn their windshield wipers on like a high setting, but then <laughs> but there's not near enough rain to necessitate yeah. that speed, and so it's just do 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 do, and it's like there's like drops falling. And it's like what you you got to turn that off or down. And that squeak sound <laughs> when the windshield's dry and it's kind of rubbing. Yeah, it's not so much the sound. I don't <laughs> think that bugs me. It's just the just the just the fact that it's on too high. Yeah. Is it like the wasted energy or what's the? It's just that they don't know how to use the. <laughs> yeah, the most of my road-based pet peeves are just like you don't know how your cruise control works. <laughs> do you have a whole category of road? Oh, I certainly oh, do. Sweet. Thing. But I thought the windshield one was at least unique that, enough but. that it wasn't like. You know, backseat drivers or tailgaters, like, you know, people don't know how to use the fast lane. Like, those are pretty common right. ones. Chris, what are I pet like peeves, that. ultimately? What are we talking about? Well, we have done an episode on hate. And at yeah. first, when I was thinking about this, I'm like, is this just a list of things I hate? Mm-hmm. But I think when we uh, looked up a definition, we got to a place that a pet peeve, the word pet in there, um, almost makes it like it's something you're fostering or taking care of and you want to bring up and almost hold on to that a little bit like you're actively things that annoy you and bug you but that you're willing to sort of work at hate like continually to be annoyed by it's like part of your identity almost like this is (laughs) yeah maybe or like you're obligated to say something or you feel the obligation to complain when those things happen or well and i wonder if other people could identify your pet peeves because you talk about them so much Mm -hmm. like it's not just something that you find annoying but it's something that you want to continue to kind of let fester with you yeah and like when you when we looked up lists of like popular or common pet peeves they're things that annoy i think everybody yeah yeah like the like loud eating 
I don't think that anyone enjoys that, right? But for some people, it, you could call it a pet peeve, and for others, it's just an annoying part of life that some people chew loudly. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a distinction too, that it's not just annoying things, because yeah. there are millions of those. I could make a list extremely long of just things that are annoying, but my list of pet peeves was much shorter. Like it's where this is annoying, but to me it's irrational or I can't help but hmm. fixating on it or right. can't help. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, website vocabulary.com says a peeve is an annoyance and a pet peeve is an annoyance that's nurtured like a pet. It's something someone can never resist complaining about. Like it comes up, you're on it. And people are probably like, oh, here we go again. Like if I'm watching hockey and they start talking about gambling again. <laughs> yeah, I, right. Like I, I'm looking around like, does anyone else just want to throw something at the TV when they see these ads? And maybe some people do, but some people yeah. don't. Would you call that a pet peeve? I don't know. Of yours? I'm, I'm, that's, that's frustrating to me and kind of sad and gross. Yeah. But is it a pet peeve? Is it an annoyance? Or could, like, if it comes up, you can't help but address it. I do feel that need to talk about it. Yeah. So I need to know everyone else feels the same way. <laughs> like, do you guys? Does you it know? bug you too? Yeah. So maybe we haven't totally clearly defined like the difference between what we hate, what's annoying us, and what's a pet peeve. But that's okay. That's part of what I we're, we're trying to do. I think yeah. in in my head, I feel like I can distinguish. Like, and maybe that I don't know if I could define it, but I can. I could sort through my experiences, and I could call certain ones pet peeves. Like I, I know this is, it's. Well, I actually listened to a podcast on the way to record this one where they talked about pet peeves. And their definition included kind of like a physical reaction and kind of like your, your mind generally is trying to operate on autopilot to a certain degree, like where you're filtering through stimuli and trying to get through your day efficiently. But a pet peeve is something that takes you out of autopilot. Like um, we're sitting in Phil's right now and we can hear sounds, we can hear people talking most of that just gets pushed to the background. Yeah. But if someone were to scratch their fingernails on a chalkboard, we would stop what we're doing. We would look. We would be agitated by that. So those kinds of things are pet peeves in my mind. That They, they kind of derail what's happening. Like you, for Graham, at the hockey game. Yeah. Those horns annoyed me, but they didn't derail my focus yeah. on the game but I think for you it did for the first half of the game it did for sure Right. So and, I, and I felt it happening and I was kind of I was frustrated that it's like I kind of knew like I'm not going to be able to block this out yeah and and it really kind of yeah and then but then I would mention things to you because you say that you want to talk about it like it almost helped me like Tyler like can are you, you believe are you hearing this <laughs> right yeah. right yeah <laughs> I think in the end they lost a little steam and so it was not so bad yeah. at the end but yeah or did you just get enough passive it? aggressive uh, <laughs> stares and glares? But yeah, yeah. So, you, so Tyler, if I mention things and you don't think it's a pet peeve, just call me out on that today. Then, like, but that's it's personal though. It's like your yeah, pet. No, but it's yeah. your you can you can have as many pets as you want. Yeah. Do you guys think the pet peeves are something that that come from an experience when you're younger? Hmm. Like, or is it just you're genetically? You know what I mean? Like, I had one that I, I gotta look at my list. If my wife realized pretty early on, like we are living in an apartment. And um, footsteps above my head of people living above you, I can't, ha- I can't handle it. Like, I, I get a physical reaction to just people walking above me. And for a long time, and so we were in an apartment 
by where you live, Chris. And we, we moved in, and we're on the bottom floor. And then as soon as we moved in, I heard these steps, and they're pretty thumpy. And I thought, like, oh, no, I can't. I can't live here. I can't live here. <laughs> to the point where I got special earplugs made to go to sleep with. Really? Because I just, at nighttime, I just couldn't block it out, and Heidi could. So that felt like a physical reaction. But then I, I thought back to being a kid, and I, I think one of the homes you lived in, like, very, very thin walls. I could hear the walking back and forth. Maybe that got to me at a younger age. I don't know. But it was one of those things where... Did that get created when I was younger, and then it's something I can't deal with? Anyway, that's why I bought a house. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. That's really defined your whole financial purpose. Mm-hmm. Do you think, I'll, if you think of your categories, did they have things in common? Like, are a lot of yours, like, sensory things? Mm. Or? Oh, no. Mine are, like, human behavior things. Yeah, mine are, too, I think. But And, I, and I'm trying to make a connection to a past experience, and I can't really... Me too. That's a really good question, Graham, because I, yeah, I have things like ungratefulness or attention seeking or, and then like, is that, are those tendencies I might have in myself and I'm like worried about that? Oh, I made a So that Mm. those bug me? I mean, I know at the very end, like uh, so many of these things, like my wife will, will know that I'm annoyed by, but then she'll say like, you know, you're doing the same thing, Uh, (laughs) you know, like you're doing the thing. But that's. You know. Maybe if you're self-aware, you know that's something you need to work on, or yeah. you, so it annoys you when you see other people doing it, like because you know you're hyper-aware of how inappropriate it is. Sure. Yeah. Or you're but, afraid. Yeah. Like I don't want to become what bugs me. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I one of one of mine on my list, like, is when people say literally, and it's not too literal. often, and it's not <laughs> literal. Yeah. And that's, and I. Does that literally make you sick to your stomach? <laughs> No, but it just, it, it annoys me. It irks me, but I can't make, that's one where that one feels irrational. Like I can't connect that to an experience or it's not even really behavior. Cause it doesn't bother me when people say like too often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's not that I, I'm very judgmental of the way people speak. It's specifically literally that bothers me more than other things. And I don't really have any reason why I just, you, do you, do, okay, do you know, I, I have a whole category of like yeah. grammar-related English. Uh, when people say, I could care less, and like that's not the term. Like It's not, I, it's, I couldn't care less, couldn't is what they're trying less, to say. Yeah. But I feel like that one has you, more... You actually could care less. Right, so you actually do you care less. You literally could care less. <laughs> yeah. But I, the, I, I wrote that one down because it, 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 it doesn't bother me a whole lot, but it's not the proper use of language. But that one, I think, has changed over time. Because yeah. that's kind of because how you say com- it now. Exactly. So yeah. like yeah. Maybe, maybe literally we'll become... It won't yeah. be. It won't be the true meaning of it anymore. It's just part of our what is it, colloquialism. Or what's the word? Yeah, yeah it could be colloquialism. Or just it just becomes part of how the vernacular. Speak. Yeah, it's well, fun to analyze people's pet peeves because maybe that bugs you because you're an English teacher. Yeah, and there's but it's something not about like I wish my students knew this better or something. No, because I don't. The couldn't care less or could care less doesn't bother me. What about your all. your your? If they misuse them in in writing, like. I think it annoys me to the degree it should annoy an English teacher. Like when I see it right. in writing, I'm like, oh, you should know that. But when people speak and say, that was literally the best meal I've ever had, or like, yeah, like I, that yeah. bothers that me mo- way more. <laughs> that's a pet peeve, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so that's why I've made my list for pet peeves. But yeah. is it, would it be a pet peeve if I tried to include your pet peeves more often in my <laughs> behavior? It wouldn't be very harmonious to do so. <laughs> That's true. I'm Good. literally going to pause point. for a second. Okay. <laughs>
So I have one more thing to say about kind of grammar policing. And I know I just said that I have a pet peeve with people saying literally. But another pet peeve of mine is when people call people's grammar out. When people... And maybe this is connected to being a teacher and having students take so much joy out of any mistake you make as a teacher. But when I see people get upset about people misusing their that annoys me that they're that they are annoyed by someone using the wrong there i don't think they should be annoyed by that they're called grammar nazis yeah 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 and i get that i'm a little inconsistent because i get agitated by people saying literally out of context but yeah do you have any inconsistencies you think in yours so many uh, I mean, constant. Yeah. <laughs> My whole life is an inconsistency. <laughs> so then that, I guess, leads into another question. Or I guess I'll share another pet peeve. I started this when we were talking before we were recording. I was saying I couldn't think of many pet peeves for myself. But as we're talking here, I keep adding up. to my list. But one of them, I think, for me is complaining. I would add that on my list of pet peeves. But I complain if I'm complaining about people complaining right that's a clear contradiction so like that's your pet peeve but you'll keep it to yourself kind of thing right and i even feel kind of self-conscious of making a list of pet peeves because i feel like i'm complaining too much right like this whole episode is tough for you a little bit yeah like i i have yeah a little bit but is there a difference between complaining and just identifying pet peeves? Well, I'm all, what I'm thinking about right now is like when you can pet peeves be inherited? Like if you're with your family and they're complaining about things, do those become your things or do you almost like, oh, that bugged my parents, so I'm going to make sure it doesn't bug me? Maybe. Oh, I think I, they're probably more often inherited. Yeah. I think that's very true. Like I'm not... Like you to, complain the same, about the same thing? I think, yeah, I think I, so. Do I, think, I complain about I think about in pointing things? them out on a consistent basis, I think you can maybe cause others to notice it more. Because so much of what I'm thinking about is like a hyper awareness of certain things. Yeah. Yeah. And if you just continually point that thing out to someone else, I think they can totally become. They're also now hyper aware. Looking out for it. But I feel like I become hyper aware of their hyper awareness. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that bothers them. Like, why are you so why does fixated you? on that? Or why are we talking about this again? Or. Yeah. Chris, you mentioned pet, pet peeves, pets. We cultivate, we feel the need. Like, so I want to ask, like, is that. Is it healthy? Like, if that's how we're feeling, does it help to just to talk about things? Or is yeah. it you're just complaining and that's not good for anyone? It's just negative and it's unempathetic or it's bugging your friend at a hockey game who's just trying to enjoy the game. He's like, look at these parents. Yeah. I like how Tyler says he I, doesn't like complaining. And it, I'm like, that's all. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> what do you think? Like, is it healthy? I or, mean, probably to a certain extent. Like, this is a thing like, if it's... if. If something happens and every time it does, you bring up that it bugs you, people are going to get tired of that. Sure. And you're you're maybe fixating. I'm talking about you're like collectively us, right. not you, Graham it could specifically. Be. It could be. Um, but it wouldn't be good even for my mental health if that every time I heard something that bothered me, I made a big deal out of it. And people are going to get like we know. Like I can think of my kids. We know, Dad. We know that bugs you. You don't have to tell us right. every single time it happens. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that probably makes it me it bother me even more. Yeah. Why doesn't this bug you? Yeah. Why does and why aren't you sharing my 
outrage. Okay, then I guess another thought is like, are pet peeves a reality that we just deal with? Like that is who you are? Are you a collection of pet peeves walking around? Or, <laughs> yeah. like or can you work on it? Or can you actually take steps to like, pets. can I do I, something, Tyler? So next time I'm at a hockey game, that does not give me a physical response. You keep bringing up the hockey game. I should just well, so clarify <laughs> that it. I was annoyed by the horns too. Yeah. yeah so it, yeah. it didn't bother me that you were. No, I know. Addre- like addressing it. But like Tyler, that. what were you more annoyed by? <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, as as a recent example. Yeah. Is there a place I could get to, or could I work on that so I don't have that kind of reaction? I think I think pet peeves are inevitable. Yeah. It's. There's been there's studies done where they've hooked people up to some kind of MRI machine like that reads their brain activity and they play different stimuli and for different people different things spike activity oh. like and it's just part of who they are like they they respond it's your autonomous nervous system responding to yeah like this spe- even just specific sounds can be agitating for some people so i think that's unavoidable so you can't get rid of pet peeves, but you can change the way you um, proceed or yeah. like maybe act not the way response. you re- react, but maybe the way you fixate or yeah, like you can't get rid of the agitation, but you could control maybe how you proceed afterwards. I don't know. I I think I could get rid of the agitation. Really? I kind of want to hope I could. But like, if you heard a baby crying on an airplane, yeah, could you get rid of the instant feeling like, oh? I think if you, you flew every single day and heard a baby every single day, you would you'd just be like, whatever. It would become part of background, or you'd cope, like you'd bring earplugs, or you'd. But maybe not. Maybe. I think part of the, like the baby crying one, sort of like evolution, like that's part of our evolution is to <laughs> right. be agitated or concerned when you hear a baby crying out. So I don't know. You could probably desensitize yourself to that, but I think it's very natural for us to feel that way. Yeah. But maybe once you become, I don't know if we said this while recording, someone mentioned like having more empathy. Like as a parent, hearing a baby cry, I think maybe like that initial reaction is maybe higher. Like, oh, there's like, is that my kid crying? Like there's like this, but then... Because you know the kid's going to be okay. I've been in that situation mm-hmm. that that parent's in. Maybe yeah. the, yeah, you can't control the, the kind of physical reaction, yeah. but you can control your, your thoughts and behaviors afterwards. Yeah. But, I would agree with that. Could you, could you go through a life experience that gives you that empathy? Like you, mm-hmm. when I was younger, it's like, just control your kid. Right. And then you have your kid lose control. Like, and you think, oh, oh, shoot, that's hard. <laughs> like at the pool on Tuesday. <laughs> or at the grocery store lineup by the chocolate bars. Yeah. Um, you know what really bugs me? When animated movies hire really well-known actors, not because they're good at voice acting, but because they put their name on the poster. Oh. It really bothers me. Recent example? Yeah. The easy example is Chris Pratt oh. as Mario. But remember growing up in the old days, back in the Aladdin days, I mean, Robin Williams was, I think, like the first like big star. Yeah, and he probably. was good. Yeah. And then, but I think since then, it's like they just throw as many big yeah. names. And like this is inconsequential. Like they're animated movies. No right. one cares. Who cares? Yeah. But it bugs me. It's a pet peeve. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like this is kind of it's very similar to that. But you watch if you stay for the credits, which I try to do to every movie in yeah. the theater, you'll see like 
the five big placard names and then 10,000 people that actually made the movie happen. Yeah. And those guys sort of get all the credit. <laughs> I don't like when people get and the money. too much credit. It's always dangerous. It's always dangerous. It bugs me. Mm. Yeah. Pedestal. McDavid's not that good. Hey, whoa. He's not that good. <laughs> all right. So my son is annoyed by things. And I, he, <laughs> he might be on to... He's been doing this thing recently that might kind of answer our question of like, what do we... Is there anything we can do to deal with our pet peeves? And he's started... When he's feeling annoyed, he just goes and draws, and he kind of gets his annoyance out. And he, I found this the other day. He had, he had worked on this kind of in secret. It says things that are annoying, and he just drew little pictures and and wrote. And really good bubble letters. Down. Yeah, yeah. So he gets kind of two things. Like for him, drawing is relaxing. I think, and he gets to complain without yeah. impacting other people. Um, unless they find it like I did and I can read, and read put it. Put it on the podcast. Um, yeah, there's some, and there's some, what are some things, things that annoy him? Or well, you like don't sloppy to Joe's is one of his pet peeves. Sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> um, <laughs> chores, pretty common for a young kid. When there's no good library books. Yeah. Or when there's no time in library. <laughs> there's two library related annoyances. Wow. Um, when the Oilers lose. When I can't watch the Oilers game, so he's yeah, so he's just getting it out. Yeah. When so when Daddy wrestles with Lou, but not with me. <laughs> that's sad. That's I feel sad. that one. But when we don't have pizza. <laughs> <laughs> a couple food related. So to him, these are these are big related. deals that yeah. he just needed to get out. So maybe we should do like journaling. I've always heard people yeah. say journaling is a a good practice. I've never done it. No. A, but, a pet peeve journal. Yeah. Their next project. Actually, might try that. Yeah, get some moleskins. Let's do this. Yeah, Chris, do you journal? Yeah, but like not really consistently. Oh, yeah. I go through phases where I do it a lot and then I quit for three months. Or do you have a journal entry from when we first started the podcast? So I wasn't going to show you guys this yet, but oh. I do have a journal for the podcast. What? I'll bring it one of these times. Cool. There's not a ton in it, yeah. but there's some in it. I kind of oh. do too, but it, I. Very, very rarely remember to write anything in it. But. Oh, you guys. I have nothing. I have a hard you, drive full of files. You literally make the podcast. So <laughs> actually, you do. <laughs> okay, well, they just filled up our coffee again, so how about just one sec? Sure. Another pet peeve of mine is overly long email messages or email. Yeah. They're e- I have like email related pet peeves. Yeah. Um, I think emails can be done properly. It's not that I hate all email. It's just passive aggression in emails. Mm. Like just a friendly reminder, like mm-hmm. that, that phrase <laughs> gets me <laughs> kind of agitated immediately. And then that's like the email um, version of no offense. But yeah, you know? exactly. That just precedes yeah. what I'm going to offend <laughs> or you. By. Just in or case with. you didn't know, like yeah. as like the start, like like yeah, that's that's mine. Totally. It's, yeah. yeah. When you get an email message and it's not just just be to the point. That's kind of the when email is done well, it's to the point, it's efficient, um, and, and passive aggressiveness goes against it. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, good. That I I 
agree with those pet peeves. Okay. I have pet peeves that relate to um, what people like and don't like, which, like, my wife really likes the Backstreet. Not Backstreet Boys. I like them. Um, New Kids on the Block. And it's just, like, an unreasonable amount of like for them. Right. And probably that's my own insecurities about why do you like these guys so much? (laughs) More than me. Yeah, more than me. Clearly. Clearly more than me. Or things, like, that's just an example I can think of. But when people like things that I think are stupid, that bugs me. Hey, that's like my Taylor Swift one, but I'll save that. <laughs> you guys both had really good ones, and I have more that relate to both of them, so I can go either way on this one. Do it. Quickly, technology, uh, internet passwords, I can't stand it. Like, having all these different passwords, oh. some have different rules, you forget them, <laughs> yeah. all that Thank nonsense. you, and yes. I was trying to get movie tickets to see the Mario movie, but I need to make a whole account now oh. with whatever they're called. Ridiculous. And then my password wasn't complex enough. So I had to make like a new one just for movie tickets. And I finally go through all that and then, then need two-step verification for buying a movie ticket. I just lost it. Uh, and then, Chris, you mentioned people liking stuff. I can't stand the phrase, like, it's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Did, people say did that? I just say that? No, I don't think you did. But it's code for like, it's actually kind of shitty. But like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, people are like, yeah, that coffee at a it's actually pretty good. Like, to me, I'm like, but that doesn't... Like, shouldn't it be? They're it's, selling it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like that term. It's actually, actually, actually pretty, pretty good. good. Like, you went in. Well, <laughs> the person like, went in not expecting yeah. to like it, probably. I know. I know. But it's not a recommendation. But like, why it's did you like, try it? It's yeah. not poison. <laughs> cool. I survived the experience. I feel like the more pet peeves I talk about, the more of a, like a jerk I sound like. Like, I do feel whiny. I feel like Tyler's not... But I'm finding not, the more we talk about it, the more I actually have. Like, you, I'm like, wait, yeah, that's mine too. I, yeah. I want to own that yeah. also. Where when we start saying things that we all just say, yeah, that's mine too, I think that's a pretty. There'd be who out there is going to say, Graham, I love internet passwords yeah, that's true. and yeah. two-step verification. Like some people like the safety, <laughs> <laughs> or or but, I don't think like okay, so I, again, I think that people don't like it, yeah. but do they get as right? Do they get worked up? Do about they get worked up? About it? It? Are they petting it? Like I get worked up. I won't say who, but my wife gets way more worked up <laughs> even than me nice <laughs> that kind yeah. of stuff because her world is is adobe subscription models and all that kind yeah. of stuff right yeah technology that's supposed to make our lives easier it makes it worse yeah stickers on fruit anyway yeah. we, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even talked about fruit <laughs> so what do you guys think like does it feel good to share these things like we're kind of wrapping up here is it is it is this healthy is this i'm not going to ask if it makes for a good podcast but i will ask if it's <laughs> right <laughs> To be determined. I think help venting in some ways is healthy. And maybe pet peeves is a little about like blowing off a little steam. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying if all we ever did was talk about our pet peeves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to our spouses, may I apologize? <laughs> On behalf of myself, <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, I think it's okay to talk about it. I mean, we just did. And it's kind I, of it didn't an- annoy me that we were listing these annoyances it wasn't too much it complaining for you no it, no because i feel like it's all context and it's i think hopefully what we're trying to do here is find is it healthy how do we yeah. respond to it how can we participate in a society where everyone has pet peeves and we are the cause of some of theirs yeah um so i think there's a purpose to talking about it for sure I've never thought about pet peeves as a way to reflect on like, is there a deeper meaning or is there something I got to address about my own whatever worries or Mm -hmm. whatever that might be insecurities. Yeah. 
Because there might be something to some of my pet peeves that are connected to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I hate reflecting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Should confessing? You? Yes. Me too. <laughs> We um, can just be annoyed at things, but sometimes we need to tell each other things that we've done and perhaps get better. So my confession is that I have a longboard. That's not the confession, but often I'll say I'm going to do something and then I don't follow through. And last year at this time when the ice was melting and there's still rocks on the road, but you know it's spring and I was excited about doing some more skateboarding and I only went two times last year. Yeah, I was kind of embarrassed mm-hmm. about that. So yeah. This year, I was thinking, oh, I can't wait to get out and do that again. And I was reminded that I said that the year before and didn't really do it. So the confession is I want, I do that at times, and I want to do more of it this year. All right. So next time you see me, ask me if I went longboarding yet. We'll remind you. Yeah. Okay. Keep you accountable. Yep. My confession is I, uh, we give our kids oatmeal every morning for the, their entire lives up till this point. They're cool. <laughs> and they're really good about eating it. It's awesome. Uh, but recently... Like I've, I always give them like some brown sugar on there, but I kind of thought I would pull back the amount, just because it felt like maybe a touch too much. So I was, I was doing a little bit of like rationing slowly each day, and then one day they just didn't eat it anymore. And oh, they, said they didn't like you it. You found anymore. the perfect amount. So no, I thought I, I thought I did. Like they didn't eat the. They didn't eat. Like I went the in, sugar or the. No, they didn't eat the, any, the oatmeal. Like it wasn't sweet enough. I guess they, yeah. they right. started to notice. So the next day I went back up a level, and they still didn't like it anymore. Uh oh. So I've actually ended up going back above what I used to give <laughs> to, get, oh, no. to desperately get them back into oatmeal. And it hasn't even really worked. <laughs> oh, not no. even eaten, so it's been like... That one experience of unsweetened I oatmeal. I ruined oatmeal. I may have wrecked it because they're not... I so mean, now what do they eat? Just less oatmeal. Oh, okay. <laughs> a few and then, bites of And then, of course, oatmeal. I remember my kids having energy for the, you know, that kind of stuff and having huh. a good breakfast. So just messed the whole thing up. So the moral of the story, just don't, <laughs> don't rash it. Just right? put the sugar on. It's not that much. <laughs> okay, my... I didn't know we didn't we don't share our confessions with each other before this, but Graham, no. your confession leads into mine. Oh, right and I hope, yeah, we'll just I'll just go ahead. Um, when researching for this episode and research in quotations, <laughs> I just looked up lists of like pet peeves, and one of them that I read was about talking about food and diet culture and fitness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as like a pet peeve oh, and yeah. it was a blog or it was an article and their description of why that was a pet peeve to them really struck me like it made me feel really bad for the amount of times on this podcast I have recommended fitness and <laughs> diet type things or even just with friends like it comes up uh, yeah it was convicting that I am to some people probably their pet peeve oh, in just wow. talking about sugar huh. on oatmeal and things <laughs> like that uh, so it's kind of, yeah that's my confession is that I'm now aware it's I guess that's a good thing in sharing pet peeves is it can yeah. tell you maybe things yeah, that yeah. you're doing yeah. unintentionally to uh, agitate others yeah I'm glad so you finally my, read my article <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding not just to bring you guys into that, but like as a group, we we talk about that stuff a fair amount. Mm. I was gonna say like, right? like we we I mean I like we're always in the same similar places when we talk about that stuff, so yeah. it's, it never strikes me as uh, right. annoying. But 
I guess I could see it though. I yeah. could see people that yeah. some people would be annoyed. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of people being annoyed and wanting to let us know about it. Yeah, I think you should. In this case, send us a list of your top ten pet peeves. Yeah. So we can share them online with the whole world. Yeah. yeah. Harmoniousgentleman at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. can interact with us on social media as well. That's always fun. Yeah. Don't forget the book. Oh yeah, we're uh, yeah. Get your hands on the wisdom of your body if you want to join our book club. Shout out to our friend Shannon Maroney who was just on Doctor Phil. You can yeah. still catch that episode. Yeah. online it was great did you guys check I, it out i didn't I, you sent the link i will though yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really cool we are a stepping stone yeah i agree <laughs> yeah. good for you shannon <laughs> did i talk about the uh chill wipers one yet oh yeah okay but what were your other car gambling ones? ads oh yeah. well i mean everyone goes through this but you set your cruise control someone rips past you they pull in front of you they yeah. slow down like anything Super with cruise annoying. control can't stand it. i had bad drivers in general but all yeah. those specific examples yeah I mean, Red Deer, you know, the bumper stickers, I, I get, I get. Like the F Trudeau I know, or that I know, kind yeah, of stuff. Like yeah, I know they're very popular. Yeah. And I know most people, it doesn't bug them. But for me, I can't stand it. Well, it bugs me a lot when I see that in, like, the parking lot of a school or something. Yeah. Like, you have little kids and you're, yeah. it's literally, and what's with the sexualization of that, too? It's I weird. Know, it's really weird. Yeah, there's a lot of I know of the F word can be mean more than one thing, but. It's just really gross and, like, also, like. Yeah, if that's your political <laughs> discourse, like yeah, it actually makes me want to like the people you're ripping on, more right? Because I don't agree with your, you know. Yeah, but it's free country, I guess, eh? Totally, yeah. obviously, or you wouldn't have that. Exactly, yeah. You'd be pulled over. True. Irony. Hmm. Well, I, irony <laughs> bugs me. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, no, no, it literally <laughs> drives me. The irony nuts. of people <laughs> complaining about freedom, but yeah, they have the freedom to I know. say whatever they freedom. freaking want. Yeah. All right, next time, Convoy Truckers on the Harmonious Gentleman. <laughs> okay, sweet. See you guys. Yeah, bye. Later. Thanks, Phils. Harmonious Gentleman.